0: Hey, you guys. Sorry, and welcome to the Steel Wars Hyper Chat. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And it is Monday, the 21st of December 2020. I hope everyone's enjoying their come down. from the Mandalorian finale and enjoying whatever holiday festivities you may be um, involved with, but we're all involved with the Festival of the Mandalorian. So, very good. Hey, Billy Davis, saying, yo, what's up, Steel? Hey to everyone in the chat. Sorry, I was starting a bit late today, but... I always enjoy these little conversations break out in the chat while, um, while they wait. Such good people. Um, also, if you're watching on delay on YouTube, you can make it so the chat comes up so you can see what people are saying at this point. Look, I can type this into now. At this point in the show, and it will show up in the chat. Just like that. And then I make it come on the screen. What an age. What an age. But what an age to be a Star Wars fan. There is so much to uh, talk about. But uh, the main things we're going to tackle today is uh, my theory on why Luke Skywalker absolutely, positively has, has to come back. Also... John Favreau did an interview this morning on Good Morning America, and it was a good morning for America and Star Wars fans worldwide as he talked about the Book of Boba Fett. We will go to that clip in two seconds. And guys, I tweeted it out today. I'm going to die on this one. This is my hill to die on. This Fett show, the Book of Boba Fett, it's got flashbacks. It's got flashbacks. I've got a theory to why it has flashbacks. Or well, not why, but the tell, um, the device that gives it away. Hey, um, tremendous week on the algorithm. This little doozy, my um, Mandalorian finale reaction, which I just made up one hell of a thumbnail for today with all these emojis and stuff. I'm going all out. Um, anyway. It's like 80,000 views. So, um, so cool. It is fascinating. I don't know if I should do an episode on this or what. I, I was going to do an episode just going through the comments because just, it is such an insight. These Some of them I had to get deleted because um, they're a bit too much of an insight into people's uh, mindset, if you know what I mean. Um, but very uh, interesting. Very interesting. Ledra says, I'm so surprised there was no poster today. My theory on that is we will get the poster on Wednesday, which is um, quite often is when StarWars.com puts up their cast interview. Um, But I think they're holding out on the image just so they're not pumping out this major spoiler image so early. I, I feel like when Grogu, if you will, was introduced to us as Baby Yoda, episode one, they had a... I think they waited half a week. Because I remember it was really annoying. They started tweeting it. Because like Australia and New Zealand hadn't gotten it yet. They hadn't gotten Disney Plus yet. But I feel like they're just holding off not... Because um, they released that poster. Every third Instagram image is going to be that poster. And... I guess they want. They don't want to be the source of the spoiler. You know, someone said, "Oh, well, John Favreau is talking about Luke Skywalker on Good Morning America today," but they did preface that segment with a spoiler warning. So, um, and it wasn't, um, you know, the central thing of the uh, of the interview. David McKay says it was a great reaction. The reaction to the reaction has been great. And also, welcome. We've um, had a a sweet little surge in subscribers, thanks to the algorithm. So, um, cheers. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hit little subscribe because we're now at about, we've grown a 1,000 in the past two months or so. Um, Do this almost every day, every weekday. And... So we're at 550 now, 5,000 and a half. And when you get to 10,000, you get some more things that help you out. So that'd be really sweet. So please uh, help out the algorithm. It was fun to have the recording of um, that reaction, though, because it was such a blur. It is funny to watch, like, I've now, like, I can go and watch the half one, not the happiest 10 minutes of my life, but one of the happiest 10 minutes of my life. Um, whenever I want on YouTube. <laughs> how silly, how, how silly. All right. Let's, um, let's head on over to John Favreau on, ah, oh, Sir Roderick Wick says, slice that like button. Jack Dubs says, I'm one of those thousand who just came on board. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Jack. Um, I really appreciate that. I, 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 Jack, you are new. Here's the deal. I've been doing podcasts. I've been doing podcasts for like over 10 years. I've been doing Star Wars podcasts for six years, I think. Steel Wars. And this year, I got way more into YouTube because I was going mental at home. It's <laughs> going crazy. So I figured if I did a show once a day and got to interact with the chat, it would make me more normal. It's debatable if it worked. It has. I I, I, I love the interaction um, with the chat and staff. Drew H says, I was dying of laughter after that reaction. Very sweet. Very sweet. Um... So thanks to everyone new. That's really, really cool. Oh, I should point out before we go to this. Um, so Ignite the Green is a slogan that long-time listeners have been hearing about for a long time. About just after The Force Awakens, we started going with Ignite the Green. And... Um, I was so hoping for it in the um, the Rise of Skywalker. And if you are new, you probably haven't checked it out, but you've got to check me interviewing. Um, I just did like a... Um, it's one, in one of the latest videos. Um, I just did like a recap of it uh, when I interviewed Ryan Johnson. And it's before The Last Jedi. And I'm just telling him how much I can't wait for the green to get ignited. And <laughs> in retrospect... Very funny to watch that guy's eyebrows. <laughs> Love Ryan Johnson. Please give me that Ryan Johnson. Um, bit action. But okay, so Ignite the Green. The t shirts are going to be back on the. Um, I'll see if they're up now, actually. All the new t shirts now are on a site called Below the Collar. And it isn't back up there yet. So, but I do have a new t shirt up there. Um, Let's have a look.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: I just put this one up on the weekend. It is the Sith and Destroy. So um, any skaters out there reading Thrasher magazine will um, will get that one. So kind of love how that turned out. Sith and Destroy. But Ignite the Green. We'll be back in um, any moment now. The link is down the bottom. And if you want stickers, you can just buy a straight sticker pack. I think it's like three or four bucks on... Um, there's a link. merchostore.com from steelwars.com. Um, you can buy a pack of stickers or become a patron and you get a sticker pack in your first month. All stuff like this, your Snoke Theory sucks, Yodi Hawk, you get 10 or more stickers in your first month at the $5 level. There's all the plugs. Help the algorithm. Listen, I only plug so we can grow, so then we can keep doing this. So it's, it's, it's for our all good, but but mainly me. I literally just dropped out of my own, own stream. Awesome. That is zero days without an accident. I've been doing so well. So well. Let's go. Share screen. Get it up. Let's Favreau talk for a little bit. And um, I can chill out because I'm not doing very well. Um Get, get a load of this. Get this, John Favreau. It's amazing how far he's come. Like I, I loved Swingers. I used to watch it to death. Um, and then Made, um, which was sort of like this weird. It was sort of like Swingers, but a bit different. It featured PGD, which is pretty sick. Um, and then he went on and on and on. Very talented man. But look, he's on Good Morning America. Listen to the sort of introduction he gets, and how happy he is.
2: Get this—that keeps on giving. Joining us right now, the incredibly talented actor, director, writer, as well as the creator and executive producer of The Mandalorian. Good morning, John Favreau. And happy.
0: So that's that's the sort of introduction that you need. Um, so here, let, let, let's let um, let's settle in with John Favreau.
2: Happy holidays to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'd have to ask you first, in the spirit of the holidays here, when you created Baby Yoda, the child, did you ever expect that he might end up topping Christmas trees around the world? No, the Christmas
3: tree thing, that's a, that's a bit of a
2: new one. But
3: I love that.
2: I think it's because uh, when
3: we first showed uh, Baby Yoda or as we... Well, first of all, let me just say there's going to be spoilers in this segment for any fans. Of course, yes. Um, have yeah. the last episode. But for but for baby Grogu or Baby Yoda as people call him, uh there was
0: no- All right, here's the deal. Corey was good. But no one says baby Grogu like Favreau. He the way he hits Grogu, Grogu, it's 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 a thing of beauty. Let's um let's let's go back to the tape for a bit more baby Grogu.
3: But for Baby Grogu or Baby Yoda, oh. as people call him, uh, there was no merchandise for the whole first year. So people had to be really... Uh they had to be really have ingenuity. And so, uh, on Etsy, online, on social media, you would see people making their own
2: baby Yoda stuff. I believe I actually, I bought a bootleg t-shirt, um, because for that 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 very reason, Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) I work for Disney. I apologize. Uh, so do you have any, uh, baby Yoda ornaments or holiday decorations in your place? I see the mug behind you.
3: I do. Yeah. Well, now we have lots of baby Yoda stuff. Um, we have, uh, there was one that we made that you could fold up because we didn't have any merch. And so the, some of the artists that we work with made one that you could fold your own ornament. So I still have that one on the tree for nostalgia purposes.
2: All right. Well, you got everybody clamoring for more information because the season two finale of The Mandalorian just dropped on Friday. And there was a surprise scene after the end, at the end of the credits. And I want to, I hope we have a drum roll or something. Because...
0: I don't think she's seen the show just quietly. Look into that script. A bit too much.
2: Because you've got a big announcement, and I'm just going to lay it
1: out there. Take it away.
3: I do. Well, we have, uh, at the end of the show, uh, Boba Fett came out, and it said the book of Boba Fett coming, Christmas, uh, excuse me, coming December of 2021. Uh, and that wasn't part of the big Disney announcement, but here's the logo. We wanted to hold this back because we don't want to spoil the surprise during the, the big Disney announcement of all the shows.
0: All right. Let's focus on that. Go to a little sub segment called "Hey, tell your sister Steel was right." I got to make a graphic for that. But um, remember, I I, I, it might have been on a Patreon show, but I was telling Hawes, "Don't," because Hawes was like upset that there was no Boba Fett show announced at the Disney thing, and I said, "Hey, I'm hearing this Fett thing's on. It's my bet that they're keeping it secret till after the conclusion of the finale." So it keeps secret the future, like of, of like Boba Fett's fate, at the end of the finale. And bang, literally at the end of the finale, they revealed it. So um, Hawes will vouch for it. I, if I can find the, um, if I can find out what episode that was on, if someone can tell me, oh, I'd love to play it again and again, again and again. Oh, my God. Alex Fry says, oh, I didn't expect the chat to make me so hungry. I, I, I'm not going to read the chat now because I don't want to be made um, hungry. I'm kind of hungry. Uh, Rock and Donkey says, that was a brilliant way to reveal it. Um, Smeezy says, follow up from John on the last poster. I don't know what you. I don't know what that means. Um, I do want to say someone pointed out, um, "Hustle Mandalorian" because because I I did love how Corey from Castle Run Transmissions, my dear friend Corey, um, how he says "Baby Grogu." Um, Favreau wins, but "Hustle Mandalorian" has got it right. The way Corey says "Beskar," it's like "Beskar," "Beskar." He says it so fancy. Um, very good. Very good. Thank you, Mary. Um, Steel was right. Matthew Mole says it was on Hall's Calls. I need a timestamp, Matthew. I need a timestamp. Um, let's get this back up. Let's go back to little Mr. Grogu himself.
3: When Kathleen Kennedy was up
0: there, and so they let me keep this one a secret.
3: So this is actually separate from The Mandalorian Season 3. But what we didn't say in that announcement is that the next show coming up Kathy said, "The next chapter, and that's going to be the book of Boba Fett, and then we go into production."
0: So tricky. I love it. Next chapter.
3: Crafty Kathy. And right after that, on season three of The Mandalorian, uh, you know, back with the main character that we all uh, have known and loved. Well, well, that- so that's going to be uh, pretty soon following that. Okay. So that- we're working on that pre-production now
2: while we're in production on Boba Fett. Oh, my goodness. and Man, I don't know how you keep up uh, because that's all of <laughs> your work. I was trying to keep up. With-
0: Arthur asks, so why is the biggest TV show in the world going to take so long for the next season to start? Well, doing one season a year is is pretty good for this team, and and this team's going to be doing Boba Fett for, um, for next Christmas. So it's – they're getting these – every year they're dropping a season, Arthur, so um, – I'm, I'm I'm not sure what you're uh, you getting at. You know what I'm saying? Well, you you describing it to me just now. But
2: is there anything? Are there still other spin? I, I hate to even go farther down than all the stuff you just gave us. Are there more spin-offs we can expect from the Mandalorian?
3: Yes. Well, there's a lot of a lot of Star Wars content uh, coming out. As I think they announced ten projects. I think this would be eleven with um with the new book of Boba Fett. But the ones that I'm involved with are. I'm working with my partner, Dave Filoni. Partner? is a fantastic producing partner, writer, who uh, I met when I did a voice on the Clone Wars. We met up at the Skywalker Ranch, and we were uh, we, Location working on this show. He's doing Ahsoka, which he's writing right now, and then we also have the uh, Rangers of the New Republic, and all of them take place in the, in the similar timeline here.
0: Oh, now uh, you show a poster.
3: Right after Return of the Jedi which was a, a film, of course, we all grew up with. I grew. I was actually an usher in the movie theater back in Queens. Wow. Uh, the RKO Keiths, uh, when, when Return of the Jedi was playing. So I saw that movie dozens and dozens of times at work, and now it's it's so fun to be continuing the story after that with
2: That's those characters, some of those Perfect full yeah. circle moment there. Uh, in yeah. your...
0: I, I do like John's... Oh, my God, look at his face there. This is a guy that just made a hit Star Wars TV show. Um I do like the little smile that he gives talking about uh, going to see Return of the Jedi. Um, Aaron Taylor says, do you know what Star Wars really needs? A space Larry David show. That could be pretty bloody interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully a space Bill Burr show. So, um, um, ah, Drew says, we need a graph of all the shows, including the book of Boba Fett. I saw one today. And it was not perfectly, like the Photoshop wasn't as clean as I would have liked, but it was very fun to see all those logos. But tell me this. Um, I got the impression because I had that Millennium Falcon photo in the presentation that it was going to be Lando before Solo because he'd have the Falcon. But on the graph with the timeline all the show logos, it was after Solo. I mean, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Let's Star get Wars going on.
2: career here. Okay, so this next question, we have to preference it with a, a bit of a spoiler alert. Bit of a? If you haven't caught up and finished yes. season two. But there was a huge moment. Luke Skywalker, one of the most iconic heroes in history. Mark Hamill making a comeback in the season finale there. What went into that decision? There was a risk in doing that. And how did you keep that under wraps?
3: It was very tricky because it's very hard to keep a secret nowadays, especially with Star Wars, because people are so curious about it, and there are so many people involved with the process— with visual effects, finishing, making it, filming it, uh, at the studios, everything—and uh, every leak, every every piece of casting leaked, and we were so scared right up till it aired uh, that that our surprise cameo was going to leak too. But we started off the whole series with uh, <clears throat> with the Baby Yoda reveal, with the Grogu reveal. Uh, that was a secret that everybody was uh, really blown away by. And part of that is not telling too many people, not having uh, merchandise that's being tooled up and announced, all that kind of thing. And then to have the very last episode, to have Mark Hamill actually on set filming on us using... Whatever technology we had available to de-age him and try to make him look as much like he did in the old films. Well, it the was an, it was an
2: exciting yeah. moment. I have to ask you quickly though, because we're running out of time here. Grogu, sure. where where did that name come from? Grogu.
3: I had written it in the script uh, from very early on, and we.
0: Is that guy a CGI character as well? Very smooth. Very smooth. Finally revealed it
3: um in the show but of course everybody knows grogu as baby yoda which by the way is fine with all of us we still call him baby yoda too uh but he prefers to be called baby, uh,
2: baby grogu if you notice <laughs> in the course. show he loves that a lot when love he's that a yeah he, lo- he looks like my puppy when you say grogu looks up ears go up <laughs> john favreau thank you so much for your time this morning we really appreciate it, it really is a pleasure and of course the mandalorian streaming now on disney plus
0: all righty so that is good morning America now, Booker Boba. Oh, we! Someone mentioned it in the chat. Um, Bilbo, hundred percent in the Rangers without question. As I was watching it, the episode, I'm like, this dude's in the Rangers. They know where he is. They've left him there. They know his skill. They're gonna need it. I like. If he's a regular character in a Star Wars show, like him being in a Star Wars show is is bizarre. Him being one of the best characters ever in Star Wars is super bizarre. For him to be a regular character in a Star Wars show, that is very odd. But I like it. And I encourage it. So, here's my theory. Boba Fett painted his um, armor originally, and I've, I, I, I was trying to listen to a Hawes show, um, one of the patron shows I do with Hawes, Burkhart from Blue Harvest, to find this clip of me telling him how they'll announce the um, Boba Fett show sh- after the, the premiere of The Mandalorian, um, of the finale. But what I did hear was me saying to him, like we are talking about why he painted his armor, and I said at the time, I think he painted it in the real world So his imagery is like different to other parts of Boba Fett's um, um, life. So it looks different. So when there's, there's merch or there's photos or there's footage of Boba Fett, it's obviously in the Mandalorian and not from like Return of the Jedi the Empire Strikes Back because the deco is different. But quite obviously, they really need it. This is my theory. Because they're going to be jumping back in time before Return of the Jedi. And to make it visually a visual cue about what timeline we're in at that time, you'll have clean Boba Fett, and that's the modern Mandalorian time. And then you'll have good old scratched up Boba Fett back pre-Return of the Jedi. And there'll be a visual code to the viewer at what timeline you are currently in or time period I should say it's all the one timeline. So um I'm I'm that's a hill I'm dying on. You guys prepare for different timelines. Kristen Christian Thorpe says that's a solid theory steel. Thank you. Thank you. Um Sir Roderick says I think he repainted it to pay respects to his father through the armor. I think he realized he took it for granted. Yeah yeah, 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 Listen, you can make up any like in-universe reason why. I, 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 sort of like that it was to refresh the armor because someone else had worn it. Um, but the real-world ver- reason, like, like a lot of these things, um, like in the Last Jedi, like Snoke, you know, he had the red curtains in his in his um throne room. Yeah, you know, who knows why some Sith thing reason. But the reason they were really there was because they wanted the curtains to burn when things caught on fire. So it's cause and effect. And I believe um, that is why I can leave a key. I will be leaving. Can everyone remind me in the chat to leave a key for Jackie when I go out after this? Um, What's up? I am now getting my wife a spare pair of headphones, everyone. She's in the sanctity of the content. How's it going, Jackie? No, no more podcasting. No more podcasting for Jackie. Oh, Jackie was on um, Blue Harvest. I, You just have to look around. They're not in my pockets. Um, I did Blue Harvest podcast on Friday night and, and Jackie got home... Um, she uh she, she had a, an end of year Zoom that um, got pretty festive and she accidentally appeared on the podcast. It's good action. Blue Harvest, one of the best podcasts. Um, Catherine Neen says, leave a key for Jackie. Thank you very much. Um, I'll, I'll need it later on though, towards the end, Catherine, please. Oh, wow. That's so cool. 194 people watching. Make sure you're helping out that algorithm. Excellent. Um. So you heard it here first, multiple time periods in that Boba Fett series. I'm sure you know people have theorized it. And there was that Mandalorian armor book in the um the old U, the old EU, um, where it covered different time periods from when Boba was out of the Salak and before that. And it was a um one of my most fondly remembered EU reading experiences. I, I, I thought that was I, was. I remember just like going, "When's that next book coming out?" Because it was three. Um, hey, I've um, people are deep faking Mark Hamill into um, The Mandalorian, redoing the effect, um. Thank you, Anthony. Your theory sounds dope. I appreciate that. Um, Kristen Thorpe says, new subscriber. Love the energy you bring to Star Wars. Thank you, Christian. I appreciate it. Um, Do you think he will repaint his ship? No, I don't. Um, seems like a, a lot of work. I know what you mean, but um, it, it's more, trust me. Oh, God. Someone, Jim Maines, is calling my wife a Nog snob, which she is. We all are. To be honest, I'd I'd take any Nog. But (laughs) Jack. I'm not sure if you heard that, but Jackie's still here. (laughs) No, but if there was only Carton Nog. I'm just being honest.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I was in Ralph today, and I saw someone standing
0: in front of the refrigerated pre-nog carton area, and I scoffed. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, if there was just no other nog... Well, I'm just saying the scenario. That's not a scenario that exists. All right, great. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Let's hope it's not a scenario that doesn't exist. Well, you have to buy more rum. I'm I'm buying rum. Don't worry about that. Getting rum. Getting rum. Oh, this is awesome. Sixty-five IB says YouTube recommended this to me. Lol, but it's interesting. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: uh, uh, mouth ah! says, "I wonder where the male Mandalorian from Episode Three was in the finale." Hey, where was Boba Fett at the end? Where'd he go? Like, I understand they don't want him in the same room as Luke because you know they've got history. Where'd he go though? Fennec was still there. What an answer! Um, uh, Jim, yes, whoops. Look what you've done, Jim. Andrew Zimmer says leave some rum for Jackie. Uh, what? Steel also has that five minute intermission, just like Kessel Run transmission. I do not. I don't have intermissions, fool. Um, Samuel says she might be in the Sarlacc soon if you keep it up, mate. No. She actually went with me to the Sarlac pit in Yuma, Arizona. So, um, great times. Great times. Paul Ponte says Revenge of the Jackie. Harmonist Discord says you've been properly sorted, sir. Leidra says I love this so much. This is just... Rick (laughs) says get under the desk. (sighs) Um... Rocking Donkey says, my guess is Fett had served his purpose to the plan, so he had to bolt. Yeah, but he's partners with Fennec, as we saw. Um, But where is he? Mark Hamill. Hey, what about that guy? What about that guy? Now, yeah, so I I start talking about this, Jackie threw me off my game, Um, which isn't saying much, to be honest. But – yeah, so I saw some deep fakes of it um, redoing Hamel and it's um, not bad, not bad. There was one, what was the one I saw? Schmook, Schmook. Um I don't want to use it because then I'll get um, copyrighted and all this business. But um, check that out. It's S, oh, actually, I can bring up the um, the image without it moving check out this one if you want to check out um, a interesting deep fake I'll post it in the chat now I'll go to I'll jump forward to one an image of them both. The eyes are much better on the deep fake one um and you watch it when it moves it's 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 like I don't think it's like that much better but it it, it does um it does look a fair bit better so uh check that out if um that's your thing i'm it, it's too emotional for me to even judge if it's good or bad or I'm just like they I'm just happy they did it I'm just happy they did it so um. There is that. Uh, Mark Hamill on Twitter said, uh, where's his first tweet? He had one tweet where he's like, um, anyone seen anything good on TV lately? Love it. Um, and then he um, put up on Twitter, the fact we were able to keep my involvement a secret for over a year. This is filmed before we'd even finished watching um, the first series of The Mandalorian. Probably. Um, the fact we will keep my involvement a secret for over a year with no leaks is nothing less than a miracle. A real triumph for spoiler haters everywhere. Hashtag loose lipsinks starships. Hashtag STFU. I'll work you. I'll let you work out what that stands for, you guys. I'll let you uh check that out. Hustle Mandalorian says, I have no complaints. I'm glad they did it. Tommy H says, I'm so happy. Um, Harmonist Discord very astutely says, bringing back Luke is going to be imperfect. Whether we a live actor, a CGI deep fake, I think. Yes. Now, because it's a deep fake. I'll just go to this first before I get into my Luke Skywalker theory. My theory is he's coming back. My theory is he has to come back um, due to real-world reasons. But I'll get into that for two seconds because what I've got here coming from... I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything on this one. No. From the therap.com. What they've got, you dudes, is who played... Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. And there he is. Quite a facial, he's pulling. Um, trying to get that a little bit bigger. Lloyd Jones has been seen in Switch at Birth, Eye Zombie, and Sandlot. Um, the one that rose my eyeballs was um he played Blue Eyes, the chimpanzee in War for the Planet of the Apes, which was those apes mate they can emote they can emote uh, um i don't really think this um there's no there's no insight ever not ever so there's no insight into this it's all just like here is this guy he's played other people and um who knows if he's back? But how long will we be gone. About 36 minutes. All right. So um, I should point out this one's a Patreon or access episode. So um, if you're listening on iTunes, you'll be getting this in your iTunes feed. But people get it every day on the Patreon or access feed, which is um, just $3 a month or $5 if you want. The sticker pack with the Grogu, the child sticker, the Yodi Hawk, Your Snoke Theory Sucks, Ignite the Green. Love this one. This one's from back in the day. The world's first Star Wars Episode Nine bootleg sticker. You can get one of these if you're a $5 Steel Wars patron. First month. sent out to you. Chicago sports reference. Bit of Darth Maul action. There you go. Um... John Pedro says they should have aged a little bit more. It's only five years after Jedi. Um, Alex Fry says, "Wow, that's the main kid in Sandlot. I have no idea what that is. Sandlot kids. I I have no idea what it's about. Who's in it. Um, But here we go. All right. I'll wrap up with it. Oh, so yeah. Plugs. Um, Yeah. Three bucks. If you want to support, you know, even if you watch on YouTube um, and maybe occasionally you want um, the audio version, all the bonus episodes, 700 interviews, um, in-depth bonus shows, comedy festival, live shows, super good stuff. Three bucks just for the content, five bucks for that sticker pack as well. Patreon.com forward slash Steel Wars. Really appreciate it. There has um, been a lot of support. Um, it's been a hard year financially. So, um, I appreciate anyone that can um do that and uh, help us out a bit. Um, it is super sweet. But here we go. Before we wrap up, is Luke Skywalker coming back? Short answer. I think he is. Actually, I, and I'm also going to talk about those Pedro rumors. Um. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that on tomorrow's show. I'll do that on tomorrow's show. Um, Like and subscribe. There you go. But I'm, I like, they are ridiculous. They don't make sense. They don't make logic, mathematical sense. We'll talk about it tomorrow. About him cracking it and all the mask off. But here you go. So Luke Skywalker, will he come back? Listen, Kathleen Kennedy sizzled a climactic event that will bring all these shows together you got to imagine Mandalorian Ahsoka um, Rangers of the New Republic Book of Boba Fett these stories will merge together in a um end game style pop culture just yeah, yes I believe, by this time, Ezra will be back. Thrawn may be involved with Moff Gideon. He may be alone. But a big thing will go down. And let's talk real-world issues. One of the most, probably the most contentious thing in Star Wars over the past five years, is Luke Skywalker. Um, how he's depicted in The Last Jedi and the anticipation. You know, that's what I talked about in my interview with Ryan Johnson, the anticipation for Luke Skywalker. It's You know, we've been waiting for this, dreaming of this, imagining this for 30 years. And then it doesn't turn out how we think. And the backlash to that if they're going to have this mega event with all these characters coming together, they, I very much doubt they are going to risk disappointing people again, whether or not their disappointment is, you know, that's a whole other thing and how they express their disappointment, all that stuff. That's a total other issue. But there's a thing in wrestling, right? With um, when you know when a wrestler runs in, they're not meant to be there. And they run in to like change the ending of the match, and sometimes they do it too much, or people expect it so much. So before even the ending has is getting teased, people don't get that excited because they're looking at the entrance ramp because they're like, oh, someone's going to run in. Then we know the match is like it might end. Dude, if you're sizzling this, you've got all these characters, people are going to be waiting for this Luke Skywalker run-in. I just... When this is all getting pitched, we're going to do these shows, you know, we're investing billions of dollars in this, it's going to bring in all this money, this is huge. I could just imagine one of the questions is, hey, we're getting Luke Skywalker back in then? If you're going to introduce... Is he going to be back in for this mega event? Because we're not... You know, I love The Last Jedi, but... um, you know, if I'm a um, just a, a bean-counting market trying to just please everyone to make the most amount of money Disney executive, I'm like, oh let's go walk back in this. So I... And, you know, for me, if he's not in it, he's not in it. I didn't put him in it. I, I like... He didn't ignite the green in The Last Jedi. I thought I would have like lost my mind over that before I saw The Last Jedi. Someone said, Hey, you know, Luke doesn't, he has to do any of that. But I loved what they did. And I try to look at this stuff with an open mind. Um, James Waterman. Very astutely. I appreciate this. Steel, if you haven't been writing a future best selling book on the themes of professional wrestling and how they interplay with Star Wars cycle during quarantine, I don't know what to tell you. Mate. It's just the way like, I love like the pro wrestling journalists that I don't really watch pro wrestling that much, but I listen to these pro wrestling journalists like Dave Meltzer, Bruce Mitchell, uh, Brian Alvarez, um, wrestling observer, um, pro wrestling torch. And the way they analyze the storytelling and the beats and how you make people excited through the storytelling and setting up the story for people to spend money on these fake fights. It, it, it translates to all storytelling, especially star Wars. Um so I, I appreciate that. So my two big calls just to reaffirm, let's get the images back up, the thumbnail. Luke's coming back for the mega event, because they're not gonna risk not having him. I don't know. Like I, you know, because it's not Sebastian Stan, it's this deep fake thing, you've got to think that they're um you know, there's limited Luke Skywalker um returns. But um I think they'll make it happen. I think they'll make it happen. I don't think they're going to leave that dangling chance again. And Boba Fett is going to have multiple time frames to follow because these two, this Favreau and Filoni, everything they do, it's it's for a – like there's it's not everything, but there's so many things that they do that adds to the puzzle. Um. You know, when the Razor Chris got, got exploded, I was like, there's, there's a big shift coming in this show and it's going on hiatus. Um, you know, the way they they implant little hints, um, you know, Fennec and Fett for the next season, um, they, they, they really, I'm really impressed. And um, I don't think, it, it perked my ears up when they did the repaint of Boba. And um, I think... We know why. Remember, well, I didn't know I was right, but I was right about Ignite the Green. For me, I was just having fun. But um, I was right about that Boba Fett show. That's what we should do. People need to send in a list of things I was right about this year and we'll make that a show. Um, All right. Thank you so much. Um, Excellent viewership today. And I, I love doing this. I really do. It's super fun and it's, um, very hard to get traction on YouTube. Uh, so I appreciate people that are here every day getting that, that little algorithm going with each video. So thanks to all, um, everyone that was here today, all the regulars, uh, all the people that are going to watch in the next day or so. Leave us a question down below. Leave us a comment. I do, um, I do read them all. Thrawn's triumph just subs. Thrawn's triumph has been my triumph for the day. Oh, bloody, yes. Hustle Mandalorian, keys. Everyone's Tommy H key. Um, Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Rocking donkey with the key. Thank you. Thank you. Ah. So glad you guys are here to not get me um, denogged for the evening. That would have been tragic. Hey, um, really appreciate you guys. So yeah, as I was saying, like you know, you guys that sort of get the ball rolling with the algorithm and hopefully catches on each day. It um I really appreciate it. So um, yeah, give you a thumbs up, comments, it all helps, but also it helps me feel good about making this show and uh, doing it every day. And I I love, um, I like people's well-thought-out opinions on Star Wars. And uh, the comments are are normally pretty, pretty sweet. But that is today's show. We'll be back. um, Pretty sure we'll be able to do every day in the lead-up to Christmas. Uh, Might be something special Christmas eve Eve. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we'll be doing something good. We'll be getting the nog going. Don't worry about that. But for today, this episode has gone on long long enough. So may that force be with you. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm.